Folks, welcome back to another episode of Through Balls and BLP. Uh, quick turnaround this week, a lot going on. Matt and I got together. We wanted to just get on and talk about some some fun times from college. You know, relive some good memories and share some laughs. And hopefully, you guys can laugh at how stupid we were in college and put some smiles on your face in some dark times here. But you know, I just wanted to get out here, chat it up, and you know, have some fun. And uh, this is another episode of Three Balls and the BLP. Matt, how we doing? Good, Mike. This episode is about escaping the noise, blocking out the chaos. I feel like I'm the dude in the very first tournament that Happy Gilmore's in, where he's like, block noise. Receive, block. Receive, block. It's like the, the carousel. Flow. Feel the flow. Work it. up and down <laughs> and around. And around. <laughs> doing the bowl dance. Feeling it. Feeling it. Feeling it. Yeah, man. Other than that, you know, things are good. Um, just uh, glad to be on with you. Just kind of talk about some things. Uh, relive some some glory days. Maybe talk about what could have been just real quick with the Flyers. But uh, hope everybody's doing well, staying safe. Just uh, use this time as a little bit of a kickback. Just relax, you know, focus on the things that truly matter. Take care of yourself. Um, look out for look out for your neighbor and um, we'll get through it. Yeah, we just wanted to get together, you know, bring some levity, bring some happiness like i said we're gonna go through some old, old college times where we were you know young kids drinking being idiots and hopefully you guys can laugh at uh <clears throat> laugh at our stupid mistakes and our our antics but uh you know it was this is this seems like the t- right time to do it like a lot of crazy stuff going on a lot of surreal things it's it's weird not having any sports on um but you know it's it's the nature of the beast it's it's the right thing to do P- putting people's health and safety well-being at the forefront I, real quick before we get into it i just want to give a quick shout out to all the uh athletes like the professional athletes who are going out of their way and putting their money towards uh funding you know the salaries of the stadium employees the parking attendants everything like that i mean we had kevin love zion uh Giannis, mark cuban the pittsburgh penguins it's 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 a tough time but you know things like this it's it's why we love sports it's it's a great way for these athletes to kind of give back and show that they appreciate everything. And, you know, they're not self, you know, they're not, they're not thinking about themselves and they're worried about everybody else. So mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome. I love reading those things and seeing that it's, it brings a smile to your face. It, it's phenomenal. And, you know, just wanted to recognize those guys, not that they're going to hear this, but felt like the right thing to do, but. That's just yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it's just people, people helping people right now and just trying to stay, Stay ahead and focus on the things that really matter in a time like this, um, and keep everybody's best interest in mind. So, uh, but yeah, um, you know, before we recorded this, Mike, we were talking about a few things, and um, I mentioned about how you know, getting home from work today, we didn't have any sports on. It was it was weird. Um, I don't understand why. Like, I, I I'm not here to say one way or the other. It's just now the fact that we're in that it's weird. So what did I do? I came home. Turned out one of my favorite movies. Um, you and I both love this movie a lot. Scorsese film. You know the cast is crazy good, and uh, but yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, Goodfellas. So we were talking, kind of running through the cast and some of the the actors and um, what they've created recently. 
So I posed this question to you a couple months ago, and I'm using this platform now, this opportunity. It was Thanksgiving night. It was, I remember it clear yeah. as day. Because it was, yeah, this movie. So these these two movies were um, resurfacing as they usually do around the holidays. And I told Mike, he got so mad, but this is one of like the things I stand by. This is like my hottest take ever. Joe Pesci, for as good as he is, he's in Casino, Goodfellas. You know, the list goes on and on. You can sit here, Gettys can sit here and list every movie he's ever been in. He is okay. most well known for two movies, and it drives you absolutely bonkers. It's the most frustrating thing in the world to me. <laughs> he is most known as a wet bandit in Home Alone and Home Alone Two. It's it's hard to formulate how frustrating this is to me. It's it's. And the only thing I'm going to do is just drive you head first into this just complete chaotic event in your head by posting this on my Instagram and showing you the results. I'll do but, it too. I mean, I know how the results are going to go. It's, yep. it's, I'm sorry, but at a time like this, you have to really focus on the things that are true and what really matters. And what really matters to me, is the fact that you were wrong and Joe Pesci <laughs> is most well known for being in home alone and home alone too. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I'm wrong. Uh, well, I think so. We'll let Instagram say you're wrong. Oh yeah, I mean, we'll pose it. I know how it's gonna go. It's everybody's gonna say Home Alone. It's <laughs> it's just it's the way the world is spinning right now. The fact that it's spinning like completely backwards. I'm gonna talk all this shit, and when we release the podcast in the morning after posting all this stuff on social media, I'm gonna be the one that has to eat crow. I hope that's the case. I don't see <laughs> the case. Um. Yeah, I mean, Joe Pesci is one of the great actors of all time. He's been in classics. It's just he's more most well-known for getting the the shit kicked out of him by a 12-year-old in Home Alone. Granted, I love the Home Alone movies. They're great. They're great. They're family great. You know, Kevin McAllister. He's an all-time movie character, movie Me hero. father. <laughs> but it's it just – it kills me. But, you know, whatever. We'll see what Instagram says. I know what they're going to say, but it's fine. Oscar winner, Joe Pesci, known for being a two-bit crook, <laughs> getting his head burned off and burned into a torch. Yep. Okay. It's, it's whatever. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Move, moving on, I think I made my point. I'm that, I'm that gif of the dog in the burning building. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. All right, Mike. So let's move it on. I need you to paint the picture for me. What was going on? All right. Imagine this. It's a it's a brisk March morning, first day of the NCAA tournament. Dayton Flyers sneak in, get an eleven seed. Oh, were we on the eleven? Eleven seed? seed. Yeah. Campus is on fire because it's the first time they were in, in you know, seven, eight years, something like that. Not literally on fire yet. yet. But campus was rocking. The sheets were out on the on the patios. Everybody was. It was a weekday, so classes were scheduled, but nobody was going. I didn't know. Uh, sorry, sorry yeah, sorry, mom. I think you knew that. Anyway, me, you, the rest of the crew gathered at two thirty-one. Lows. Hold on. We only we got to give him a shout out. Okay. We had one of the guys on the pod. We're gonna have another one on here soon. You're right. You're right. All right. It was it was Star- the Go ahead. the Tyler Starkey was on basketball aficionado. Yep. yep. We also had the Steve Hall, who we hope to have on very very soon. Notice we're being very liberal with. The word the. The. 
The one and only. The. Who else do we have, Matt? That was it. For this game, that was just it. It was just the four of us. Okay. I remember that. Uh, you know what? doesn't surprise me that I don't remember that that clearly, but okay. Well, why don't we remember it clearly? Well, because prior to the game, we established the- – Prior? But during, yes, but prior. <laughs> we established uh, that there was going to be one thing and one thing only that we were drinking during the course of the tournament. I think that has to be our picture. That has to be our picture for this It one. will. It will. So I think we, we got into this a little bit more uh, in the Starkey episode, but one thing we were going to drink was what is finally known as a sidewalk slammer. Matt, explain to the people. What a sidewalk slammer is. So we would go get a 40 of King Cobra malt liquor, uh-huh. basically beer. Uh-huh. And then you could partner that up with whatever your favorite Four loco flavor is. So typically you drink a little bit of the 40, enough to pour in maybe half of the Four loco, start drinking. And then when you're about three quarters of the way done with the mixture of that, which we called either a Hyper Viper or a sidewalk slammer, basically guaranteed to fuck your shit up. You would put the rest of the four loco in and just seal the deal, just seal your fate. Yeah. And um, that was our that was our drink of choice throughout the throughout this tournament run. But this is where it started. Yep, it started with four guys just getting absolutely after it on probably a Thursday afternoon. I also think you stole you stole four rally towels from the laundry, just Dayton rally towels. Ah, yes, I did. And we also had a very very unique chant that year (laughs) my man big cat 35 mr kavanaugh big cav 35 big cat 35 i can i can almost see it i can almost picture it right i feel it i feel it we uh we would start the chant we'd go for twice and then i i don't know why i took this upon myself but i was always the one to cut it off uh like i said you did you ended it you were you you kind of like you were the you were the eyes and the ears you were the I mean the cheerleading staff you did some demo, demolition to our home yes I did that morning yep you um so we were about it was it after halftime I think it was after halftime we were so or during halftime where were we playing uh, beard eye yeah. I think we were playing beard eye at half for some reason you went outside and Steve Hall decided to lock my front door. Boy, was that you could have went around. The houses weren't that big. Yeah, could have gone around. Could have found the back door. Could have crawled through the window. Uh, Mike usually is all about using the back door, but not on this Thursday. But little did Steve Hall know that once I get a little bit of hyper viper sidewalk slammer in me, (laughs) I become a different person. You can't contain the man. I become someone else. And what did I do? Uh, you kicked my door down, you asshole. Kicked it straight through. <laughs> straight through. That lock was no I more. Locked. Well, not that we really – honestly, honest to God, this is probably the first time we ever used that lock. First and last. First and last. <laughs> um, kicked straight through that door it. into the hearts of millions. You know, that I think I took a piece of metal from the door, kept it as a keychain. I think I still have it. I hope you do. Definitely do. I just need to – I don't know where. Yeah. You know, and I think we all learned a deep lesson that day when there's sidewalk slammers involved. Don't lock someone out. But don't lock Mike out of the house. 
So anyway, I digress. Um, so like, the game was great. It was back and forth. This is Aaron Kraft is still on the team. We're drinking Hyper Vipers. We're getting after it. We're big Kevin. We're thirty five and we're rally tolling it. We're we're having a great time. Yep. Comes the last two minutes of the game, chaos. Absolute chaos. We uh chaos. Game still. Close. So it's back and forth too. Yeah. Right? Game was pretty within sure. four points the last two minutes. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Uh, I think the two-minute timer hit. There was a timeout, and the four of us said to each other, if, you know, when we pulled this out, we're sprinting out of the house, and you all decided, you know, we're going to tackle you, Mike. Well, no, we didn't des- We didn't decide that we were going to run out of the house. We just decided we were all going to, like, dogpile you. Yes. Where it happened was still kind of up for debate. It was up for debate. That's true. So you guys gave so, me fair warning. You were like, Mike, you better start running. because yeah, Mike, we're tackling you. As soon as we win this game, you better start running because we're tackling you. Yeah. And we did. So, yep. but, so we've got that. I've got that in the back of my mind. Two minutes left in a close game. Hyper Vipers are gone by this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> They're it's dry. probably close to 2.15 <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we had already drinking. On a Thursday. On a Thursday. On a Thursday afternoon, I'm – more drunk than I've been at this point on a Thursday, probably in my yep. life. Uh, so we had a 40 of malt liquor and a full four loco in our systems. Dayton Flyers with <laughs> two points of the Ohio State University. Big Kev 35. Who, who basically thought they were our big brother and never wanted to play us. And we finally got a chance mm-hmm. in the tournament to you know show what we got and give them what we wanted. So Aaron Kraft drives down. There's like probably, what, 20 seconds left? drives down and he hits a shot to tie the game yes and so dayton's got one more possession unless they want to take it overtime obviously you don't want to take it overtime no. if you know anything about sports no. underdog always go um, for one yep v sanford i think one of one of two fifth years on the team or true senior he was a transfer Excuse from georgetown so i think he was a true senior yeah. um but the fu- the thing about that team there was no real volume score, no real go-to guy. It was a bunch of glue guys. No. Basically, it was a true team. It was the complete. It was the complete opposite of the team that Dayton has this complete year. Complete opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah. I think they had six guys that averaged eleven points, or like it was. It was a true team. Like you had yeah. eight guys that were going to contribute. Nobody was going to be like a superstar. Nobody was going to put up thirty-five or. Make super highlight real plays. They were just gonna get, put their heads down, get the job done, and, and win basketball games. Mm-hmm. However, it took. So Dayton gets the ball in half court and calls timeout, and we're all thinking to ourselves, "Who's taking the shot?" You know, who who's taking the shot? No idea. We all thought Devin Oliver because he was kind of the the leader of the team, the captain, the guy that mm-hmm. everybody looked to as kind of you know as close to a go to guy as you as you can have. Yeah. Um, but he was pretty quiet that game, if I remember correctly. He was. At least on the stretch, too. I mean, that was a low-scoring game, too, so it wasn't like anybody was filling up the hoop. But yeah, so V. Sanford gets the ball, top of the key. Gets a good screen from, I think it was Big Cat 35, Matt Cavanaugh. I can't remember. I don't remember who screened him, but gets down the lane, puts up a, a floater layup type of thing, hits the, hits the bank, goes in. We go crazy. Drilled it. Go absolutely insane. Uh, I think there's about six or seven seconds left after the ball goes through the hoop. No timeout. Ohio State has a chance. Yep. Aaron Kraft, for those of you who remember, was a National Player of the Year candidate, big-time shot maker, 
You know, you don't want him to have the ball with a chance to win it. Yeah. So six or seven seconds left. Matt, you want to take us home here? Some decent defense. Um, if I, honest to God, I don't even truly remember this. I just know he didn't make the shot. I was going so crazy. I mean, and uh, I mean, I, my eyesight was a little blurred at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he got all yeah, the way to I mean, the hoop. He he got all the way. Took a very makeable yeah. shot, and luckily it it rolled off. It rolled off. He definitely missed because Dayton. Uh, penciled themselves in for the second round when which they played the Syracuse Orange, I believe. Or was it Stanford? Now? It was Syracuse. Going back to the Aaron Craft miss, as soon as that, that clock hit zero. Mike takes off. Take Mike takes off. off. So he understands. He saw the future. He had already taken the lock off my door, so it was easy to get outside. And <laughs> just took off. You made it maybe a half a block, and then we caught up to you. Yeah, I mean – if, I wish I had a stopwatch because my 40 speed was probably four or five. It wasn't it was, bad. I mean, you I were moving. Because no. Ty and I were both chasing you, and Ty could still move at that point, and I was, well, yeah. at one point I could run. Yeah, and Steve was close behind. But, yeah, get about a half a block away. You guys catch up, dog pile. Classic. That was a great moment because you had the towel with you, and you kept that grass stain on the, co- the towel for the entire run. I think that's what did yep, it. Didn't wash the towel. Didn't wash the shirt. Had grass stains well, on the shirt. We wore the same thing every time. Drank the same thing every time. Same rally towels. And yep, we part. So we watched every game in that living room. So we kept everything the same throughout. Um, the only thing that changed throughout the run was the number of people that got involved in the dog pile, or whatever pursued after the win. Yeah, so basically by, that was by cool. the Sweet 16 win against Stanford, I think it was about eight or nine people. But what was so great is so you win the first round game on a Thursday, so you play on a Saturday. Yes. So the entire university is watching this game. Yes. Second round game against Stanford. Syracuse. Second round of Syracuse. Shoot, I keep messing this up. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, wasn't it in the evening? It was an evening game. Yeah, so everybody's already like it's like college game day atmosphere for football because everybody's drinking and boozing all day. So by the time the game starts, we're ready. We're ready to go. We're prime. We're so very ready. Locked and loaded. <laughs> Our bodies were ready. And so I gotta be honest, I don't remember too much about the game except the fact that Dayton smoked Syracuse. Uh I think they won by twelve. I don't think that's I think it was a lot closer. I'm gonna fa- well, that one of the games they Stanford won. Stanford we lot, smoked. Stanford we smoked. Maybe that's what. The Syracuse was close because I remember that was the year they had Tyler Ennis. Syracuse, they were a three seed. Yeah. And Tyler Ennis had already hit like a couple of crazy game winners in the past, so I think we were maybe up three with like a couple of seconds left, and he. Yeah. Missed. You're right because the final score is fifty-five, fifty-three. Yeah. So we were up two and. I think we hit free throws to take the lead, something like that. You know, I've, everybody was celebrating. I was kind of concerned because I had seen that story before with Tyler Ennis drilling half quarters. When, and especially in the tournament, if I mean, anything can happen within two, three points. I mean, people have hit the craziest of shots. Yeah, it's so, – So the game wasn't over, although most of the house was celebrating like it was. Um, <laughs> I, we, were, we didn't even matter. We were going to self-hate regardless. We had so much – we had drank so much booze that day. Yeah. So Tyler Ennis misses the shot. 
clock hits zero, I take off because gone. Mike's gone. I, I think I'm moving faster. That Ty and I are following. Oh yeah, because yeah, there was a little bit more adrenaline at that point. So then we just locked our locked our. Uh, we just penciled in the Sweet Sixteen at that point. Yeah. So and shoot, I don't know the last time Dayton had been in the Sweet Sixteen. There really, it really wasn't planned. I mean, with that team, like that would have been this year. Like obviously, like you're almost a lock. Yeah. This this year's team, you're a lock for the Sweet Sixteen. You're in. If you're not, you haven't watched sports all year. Yeah. Um, but that year it was like, all right, hey, can we maybe compete in the first game? Not to mention you just won two in a row, and so. That was Saturday, so everybody's pumped. Like we just just wrap that up, but everyone on campus had probably drank at least as much as we did, if not more. So the party didn't stop at the dog pile. No, party continued vastly. Oh, key favor, man! I have so many great memories of that that street, but these are probably my top two. Yeah. So dog pile ends. We kind of go back into the house just to kind of like catch our breath and see what's going on. And and you just hear noise. Yeah, you hear rumbling. You just hear – and you can like feel movement. Like you can feel an energy coming from campus. Yes. And we're like, okay, what the hell's going on? People start getting texts like, you got to get to key favor. Get to key favor now. Get to key favor. Just everybody is just partying. And so key favor, anyway, who didn't go to Dayton. Um, just streets run, obviously, like, you know, just block, block streets. Um East and West, just kind of going straight through the student neighborhood is key favor. It's one of the most popular areas. Um, you know, just student housing there. And that's kind of, it just became the epicenter of the party. Yeah. If you think of basically a block in your neighborhood growing up, just picture an entire student body on that block. <laughs> very drunk. Taking it all up. Just yeah. everybody on campus was there. People that... You know, probably didn't watch basketball that religiously or anything like that. We're there. And you know what? Yeah. Nobody cared. We were all celebrating. It was the greatest time of our lives. We made the Sweet 16 as 11 seed, upset Ohio State in the three seed Syracuse. So a lot of people thought we were going to win the tournament that year. It's, it was, it. The best part about it, too, in my, in my memory of it, is that the police, like, obviously, like, you have to control this. But as long as we weren't doing anything super crazy, which I don't remember anybody really doing, no. the police kind of let us party. They were just there. They didn't want us to get too out of hand, but they, I think they understand, understood the gravity of the situation and just kind of were yeah. there in case it got bad. And I think the fact that they were there and we all saw them just standing and not getting involved made us realize, okay, you know, this is, this is what's, this is going to be a good time. We just don't have to be, can't be idiots. I don't really remember anybody. All I re- all I have is just great memories from all of this and having a great time. And there were people partying on the like people's roofs. Just it was it was madness. It was but absolutely. so the best part is this is a Saturday. So unfortunately, like the energy on campus didn't go anywhere. But the next game isn't played until the following Thursday. So we got to wait half the week. Yeah, and we got to wait half the week to get another game. Yeah, and. The Flyers caught a huge break in the other game in that region because the number one overall seed Kansas Jayhawks were playing Stanford and got beat. So it was Dayton-Stanford in the Sweet 16. Boy, was that a blessing. <laughs> Dayton was on – shot the lights out too. 
So obviously, like, set the scene again. Like, everybody's out of the house. It's a Thursday night. I think the game started at, like, 7. We have – the liquor is flowing. Everybody's having a great time. You know, we're sticking to our tradition and what's worked in the past is going to keep working. And we didn't really change anything. The only thing that really changed is Dayton shot the lights out. Yeah, that game wasn't close from the opening tip. It was – No, not at all. It was over before it started – uh, Stanford, thanks for coming out. And so we were able to enjoy that game a little bit more because it was not close. It was oh, the yeah. first two games. We really enjoyed it. Nerve wracking and close and came down to the last second. But this one, we were able to have our sidewalk slammers, not stress and just. So Dayton was up by 10. Dayton was up on Stanford by 10 and a half and it never got any closer. So they ended up winning by 10. So it was like never in doubt. Um, I mean, Dayton shot the lights out. I think I can find like team stats uh, of just what they shot. As a team, they shot 40% from three. So you'll win a lot of games when you do that. And yeah, so it was fun. That was fun. And obviously, again, you know, when it goes right one time, go do it again. Just party it again on key favor and just, oh, man. Yep. Now got it after it. Another big dog pile. Another big party. Bigger and better. One of my favorite pictures of all time is a, <laughs> a picture of uh, Luke and Nick in front of like all the squad of cop cars that kind of like shut the streets down because obviously like the party's going there. So yep. like, yeah, what the police force would do is just kind of like contain it. So there's no traffic coming in and out. So like nobody's getting hit by cars, obviously. And like nobody's drunk driving, which makes sense. But there's, so there's like 16 cop cars just blocking off um, Longview and Key Faber and then over by the wreck. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, they were cool. And again, it's like, you know, people were taking pictures with the cops, like hanging out. Everybody was just in good spirits. So yeah, that was, man, that was fun. So we went on Thursday, we get another game on Saturday. Yeah. And I think the coolest part about this, this run at this point was the national media really started jumping on our bandwagon. Oh yeah, and when they're seeing they're seeing pictures of like the school having fun, they're kind of a Cinderella at this point. They made it to the Elite Eight. They're an 11 seed. They got there, and so, but at this point, I mean, you're just playing with house money. You are just, you know what? Let's see, see what happens. Let's (laughs) let's just throw it all out there. Go for broke right now and just see what happens. Yeah, and I think I think I misspoke earlier when I said Kansas was the one seed. I think they were the two seed in that region. Um, Arizona was the one. Well, wait, no. Hold I think on. it was Florida because we played Florida in the Elite Eight. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I think Florida was the top overall Stanford seed. Beat? So, yeah, so who did Stanford beat? Stanford beat Kansas, but I think Kansas – not really that important. Because but... Stanford was a 10. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it would have been 7-10 – Two ten and then eleven ten. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, yeah, but so yeah, the coolest part was everybody was hopping on. You know, the scenes from the party on Keith Aber were making the national rounds. Everybody saw kind of how we were partying and enjoying life, and everybody started hopping on our bandwagon. But you know, Cinderella eventually turns back into a pumpkin at some point. Always. Box strikes. Ran into a dominant Florida team that year. Uh, game was somewhat close, but you know you could kind of tell from the outset that yeah. this was just a different beast, and 
you know, they were playing on adrenaline and it just, yeah, it was tough. It was a tough matchup, but, but we'll always have, to- we kept everything. We play on a Saturday. Yeah. Even if we lose, we booze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the general consensus from campus was we weren't really expecting to like win. We were hoping, but we were kind of like, all right, the run's going to end at some point. Let's just. We were cautiously optimistic. Yeah. You know, if, it, if we won, it would have been an even bigger party, but yep. we weren't selling our soul hoping for the win. Right. So. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. So unfortunately, but we still had fun. Yeah, the run ended. We still had some great times, drank a lot, and had some great memories oh, with, yeah. with friends that we'll we'll hold on to forever. But you know that. Oh yeah. When people ask me about Dayton and you know my time there, this is the story that I pull. I pull. It's all time. It's it's hard to describe if you weren't there. It's there is such a feeling on campus. It's like one of the things Dayton really strives itself on is the fact that like. The way it's set up, the way the school structure it lays out, how the students all all live kind of in the same student neighborhood, like they're just really big on, and the theme is really just to have one big community. It's got such a unique size that you can really do that, like the size of the student body. Yeah, it's just small enough um, that you can kind of put it all in one area. Yep. And but this epitomizes it. I mean, everybody just you know just trying to have a good time enjoy it cheer each other on you know everybody would go over like other people's houses and just have big parties and watch the game um it, it was it was a lot of fun yeah and i think one of the great images from that run was uh our president dr daniel curran <laughs> coming out and enjoying the man he uh, i think he came out after the sweet 16 win yeah uh came out to key favor with the students and crowd surfed. Well, it wasn't his choice to go. No, crowd he got. Surfing. He, it was he got, ours. He got crowd surfed him. The, the students <laughs> chose him to be the one that crowd surfed, and the university president was out with the entire student body, who was absolutely hammered and celebrating, and the happiest I've ever been. And oh yeah, the student body lifted this man up physically and moved him from person to person. There's some pictures of it. It's it was an all time moment. I can't think of another student pre- or college president that would do that. Dan the man, much respect. Shout out. I think that's a good way to end it. Um, just kind of on that memory, bring everything kind of full circle, and just you know, kind of at this point in time, just remember remember that community aspect. You know, everyone's kind of going through some some stuff right now, and uh, you know, just trying to look out after themselves. And usually, we for, forget about the other people you know, just the common man in this point, at this point in you know, certain situations. So um, one thing to dwell, tw- take from that, other than just a good story, you know, good reminisce, maybe hopefully you guys had some laughs or maybe a little bit of uh, nostalgia came back, but let's, uh, you know, look out for everybody, kind of take care, um, do, do what's in the best interest of as many people as possible, as well as yourself, you know, keep, as you're keeping yourself safe. So that's about all I have, Mike. Thanks for, thanks for letting me do that. And kind of, you know, give me your opinion or your point of view too, as we just uh, you know reminisce on one of our one of our best memories in college together. Yeah, uh, back over everything you just said. Before we go, Matt, just need to give a quick shout out to one of the greatest people I met in my life, Coach Andy Talley, Villanova football former head coach, was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame this past week. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame person, Hall of Fame coach, one of the greatest coaches in college football history. Gave me a shot to work at Villanova as a as a 22 year old to be their head football equipment manager. 
Um, he's been mm-hmm. a great role model in my life, great resource to have, and you know, couldn't be happier for him. It's well deserved, and uh, I think I'll kind of I want to leave everybody with one of the Andy Talisms that I've picked up. Uh, it's nice to be important. It's important to be nice. Take care of yourselves. Take care of everybody else. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, remember to to laugh and enjoy life and have some fun when you can. But uh, we appreciate you perfect guys. way to end it, Mike. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. See ya. Hard you work, but now it's shine.